moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. What a mosh podge. What a, what a mix. What a... What a bunch of returns. This is what a boring weekend in wrestling that we had. Nothing. You're so stunned. First of all, mm. always wait for the beat drop. Oh, sorry. You're going to take it over after that. Sorry, no. But do never it. mind. I don't do that. Uh, we just witnessed the greatest week of professional wrestling. <laughs> we'll just start it off like that. We'll just start out like that. Your grandiose right? statements. Uh very funny. Hot takes. That's what is that a hot, take? hot takes? And Joey, hot, Joey takes. hot takes and Joey hot takes and Joey hot cakes. Hit up Joe. Let's start this thing. Hit up Joey hot Ready. cakes, hot takes and cakes, hot takes and cakes on Twitter. Boys be boys. This is Sons of Slam. Welcome everybody. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mister Joe Black. Taste of cakes and cakes and dropping beats. What's going on, sir? Hot Takes and Cakes would not be a bad name for, like, a bakery that also does uh, legal sports gambling. Hot Takes and Cakes. Hot Takes and Hot Cakes. Like, that would be... It sells pancakes. IHOP, just IHOP, but with sports gambling. Ooh. So I can get, like... You just put IHOP into, uh, into the, I mean, you put pancakes with mixed pancakes and betting on the Yanks. I could do, like, a... <laughs> Rudy Tootie, Fresh or Fruity. Is that, is that IHOP or is that Denny's? I have no idea. Whatever. I haven't been to either in a really long time. Whatever it is. And now I want to go. Get that. And I'm then do that next week. And then play some sp- sports uh, bets. I've actually done that in the last couple of weeks. I'm not going to say it over the air, but if you want to know what website I've used, and uh, it's been really good. And I kind of went away from my old one and went to this new one and uh, played some bets, and I've done, done very well. Now you can just go. You can just go cross the bridge. Well, That's all you got to do. Yeah, but then everybody says that, and then I'm like, okay, so they come back, and it's twelve dollars plus uh, plus twelve dollars each way, or just, no, just go. Just is twelve dollars? It? It's just twelve dollars one way. Yeah, or is it both ways? Just one way. 
It's going out of the city. You don't have to pay. Out of no, out of Jersey. When you go back into New York, you have to pay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Same thing. I know what you're talking about. All right. Yeah, yeah no, that's going to be fun. <laughs> when it when it comes into New York. Listen. Uh, when sports, when I can go onto a, an app on my phone and gamble on sports, my bank account's going to take a hit for a little while. And then I'm just going to have to be like, oh, I have to cut back on this a little bit. Unless I, I'm on a heater. If I'm riding a heater, I'm going. Keep going. Keep going. going. I'm going, baby. You always go on the heater. Listen, I want to plead to our new governor in the state of New York, uh, Governor uh, Hochul, uh, which rhymes, rhymes with vocal, as she so eloquently put it. Listen, your predecessor did not want, for some reason, gambling in the state of New York, uh, even though you can go to the Yonkers racetrack and gamble on, on machines. You can't have live betting. Yep. Resorts for um, a casino and yeah, uh, so all that's, park that too. Yeah, so that's all, except for, that's the law of the land, except for when you go to like an Indian reservation, like the one they have up in Niagara Falls, and they have live dealers there, just out of a technicality. But I plead to you, Governor Hochul, put one in somewhere, just just somewhere. Just somewhere yeah. in the in the greater New York area. Well, first of all, you know, let's let's do the bills that are already on the docket. I don't know why we're getting political. The bills that are already on the docket. Let's do those first. You know, the marijuana bill. Let's 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 get that one through. That let's that's, get that one through nice and happen- easy. Yes, yeah, so little next year. But it's it's got to get into effect. So let's let's get next that year. transition going. Yes. Okay. And then sports gambling. I would. I, I'll I'll be okay with doing a full year, and then we have that January twenty twenty three. Okay. If that's when it starts, boom! You're gonna catch me at at Jake's Fifty Eight in Long Island, at the at whatever sports book is over there. Hopefully, just do it online. Ne- never mind. There's no. Uh, we don't have any sponsors. I'm not gonna. No. Really <laughs> I was gonna say shout out to anybody. Uh, you shout, can just do it online. That's the, that's the comfort of just turning your chair over to your computer, and just placing a bet. That's true. And now we have this thing called cell phones, mm-hmm. and I can just do it on there. Their recent. God bless Steve Jobs. Recent discovery. Recent discovery. Uh, Rest in peace to Steve Jobs, although he didn't have to die if he just took medicine. No, that's, that's that too. Um, well, I digress. So what uh, I just got on my phone before we started talking about all stuff wrestling in this past nonchalant weekend, uh, <laughs> probably my favorite person in all of WWE right now, uh, Pat McAfee tested positive for COVID-19. Yes, I actually, when I was waiting for you, you waiting for me, then me waiting for you to pop on, uh, I was on Instagram and he posted it on on his Instagram feed. Mm. He said uh, something about fully vaxxed, definitely positive, ah, indefinitely. <laughs> uh, there it is. Um, listen, and because he got vaxxed not to go down this road, he, he should be okay. He He'll should be, be fine. Fine. He'll be fine. He'll be uh, fine. He'll be back he, on uh, well, not WWE not. programming next week. Next week. Um, yes, because anytime I, I can't now have Boogs and uh, Nakamura without him now, it's like a trifecta of you know, Boogs of, and Nakamura are not gonna be on SmackDown this week. <laughs> you, do you realize they had a whole SummerSlam segment? They didn't even have a match, they had a segment because Fully of McAfee based around Pat McAfee. I love it. <laughs> I mean, the man is a man of myth and a legend. Um, so let, let's let's talk about this weekend because we uh, I sarcastically say nothing really happened. A whole shit ton happened, and uh, I like I said before, I wasn't joking. This was in my lifetime. Okay, from what I remember, this is the greatest weekend of professional wrestling ever. The grit, the <laughs> last five days of wrestling, the last five days of the week, mm-hmm. have been some of the greatest pro wrestling moments in history. Not Mo- even the wrestling moments, the moments in history. I, I, I'll put it up against 
any five-day span in history. I swear on everything. Absolutely nothing to do with wrestling. All right, but I, I, I can see where you're going with it. I have, I seriously have to think about all the. the if we just got what we got been. on Friday, it would have been over. Like it would have been the great. Like <laughs> think about it. If we got what we got on Friday, that yeah. was it. It was over. If we didn't get anything on Saturday or well, not Sunday, if we didn't get anything on Saturday, mm. it would have been okay. It still would have been the greatest five days in professional wrestling. It would have been a good five days. The greatest. Okay. All right. Take it easy. <laughs> I mean, you... the, as of this point, Octo- October, August 25th, uh-huh. the last five days since August 20th have been the greatest five days in professional Here's wrestling. why, and this is going to sound ridiculous to you, and I'm just going to put it out there, and th- this is... The, the following statement is mine and mine alone. Uh, Chris Mindell, Sons of Slam. Um, the weekend of WrestleMania where Dolph Ziggler cashed in the money in the bank and won. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 10 I, years I, ago now, I think. Yeah, yeah. 2011. It was, it, was, it was, yeah. So he had Big E, he had AJ Lee, uh, and he cashed in. If we could f- find out like exactly who he cashed in on. Um, Randy Orton. Was it Randy? I will confirm that, but I'm pretty sure it was Randy Orton. Nice. Um, that whole the whole WrestleMania leading into that Monday of Raw, I still love that weekend because that was the WrestleMania. I, I, I was at the WrestleMania. Um, uh, they had the uh, uh, that Raw at uh, oh geez, where the old uh, where old Nets played. Um, I apologize. It was not. But- it was Alberto Del Rio. Don't know why I thought Randy Orton. Alberto. Alberto Del Rio. Uh, Meadowlands. Uh, Meadowlands, uh, twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. So they had they had it there uh, the next night, and he cashed in on Alberto Del Rio, and so uh, that that weekend for me somehow for one reason or another just sticks out in my head. But this weekend here, um, God, it was it, it was so good, and <laughs> thank God uh, that they started off the way they did. And it actually cashed. They actually paid off on it because that would have been fifteen thousand disappointed <laughs> fans in the uh, in the Allstate Arena. Um, there would have been no way to the Allstate Arena. I mean, Allstate, the United Center. United Center. Jeez, there would have been no way to uh, control the crowd if what had happened did not happen first. That is true. Yeah. So I thought about that too. So it's a good thing that they. Started off that way, and the original plans, uh, which are out there, actually confirmed by uh, Tony Schiavone, were that he was going to interview him. Yeah, he was going to interview. First of all, let's not beat around the bush. We're talking about CM Punk, right? But he, CM Punk but, is back. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's there's that too. CM Punk is back, um, and he is he is all elite. So he is signed with AEW. He is all elite. Um, and if you heard the promo, you understood why he went all elite and not back to WWE, which was a foregone conclusion. We all kind of knew what was happening. Um, so the original plans were for Tony to interview him and CM Punk was actually asking him to interview him. And Tony kind of pulled it last second. It was like, just go, just do it, um, on your own. And, and that definitely played off better. Um, it was his moment. He should, there's the whole thing like Tony does. He'll come up with the intro. People come out, take the mic, and then he's kind of put to the side. Why go through all that when you could just have the man just come out, play play to the music, play what, do exactly what he did. He hugged everybody. He did a crowd surf, hugged some friends and family in, in, in the front row, came into the ring, um, and then said his piece that nobody backstage, not even Tony Khan, knew what he was going to say. And he legit, as he said in the promo, is off the cuff. That was legit off the cuff. Yeah. 
it doesn't get more off the cuff than that. I mean, obviously, I think Jericho, the first time AEW went live, he had that promo that was completely, you know, shooting from the hip. But with Punk, if I'm going to... I don't want to, obviously. But if I'm going to put any qualms about the promo, Mm. it just seemed a little clunky at the end. He just stopped talking, and then he said, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Right, right. And then he went back and was like, oh, by the way, when everybody walks out, they're going to have 15,000 ice cream bars waiting for all Listen, he sounded like old school CM Punk when he sat down Indian style and and talked to everybody, and the crowd popped. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. And he just sat down, crossed his legs, and people popped for that. Like, it was just that's his thing. He crossed his legs, he tells stories, and, and people popped for that. Um, I, I, yeah, I, if you had to pick something bad about it, it was just like, yeah, it was a little they pop for just him taking off his sweatshirt. I know. Well, he had the, I was there. That was <laughs> <Sure>. great. <laughs> I wish I was there. Um, I wish I was there too. Yeah. I'm yeah. still happy. I have my, I wasn't there from WrestleMania. <laughs> that will always be in my collection <laughs> I was, forever. I was never there. Um, yeah. And he, he spoke of his, his, uh, feeling of, of, uh, wrestling when he actually retired from it which he claims to have been 2005 and his return to it, which is 2021. So I love that. I just, you know, imagine the whole like, thing. They imagine like you being Vince and listening to that and like, I'm sure he doesn't give a damn, but at some point at, at some part in that, that statement, he had to have been like, Oh shit. <laughs> like a little, a little tug, a little poke with the, the end of the knife in the, in the back. If I was Vince, and if I was as senile as some people may think Vince to be, mm-hmm. I would be cursing the air, saying, throwing shit at a at a television, going, "I I made you." Yeah, and that's funny enough. You know what I mean? I put you in the in the stratosphere of some of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And funny enough, and then you want to do that? Lashley said, "I don't agree with that," but that's what probably what would happen. I kind of do. That I, he, ma- I mean, yeah, he kind of did. I he, mean, listen, he was a thing with ROH. I, I get that, but he wasn't what he is now. And I think the way, it, but it's not the way John Cena is. Like John Cena was made and created. John Cena is WWE's Captain America. Think about it. He was given the the he was given the serum bu- steroids. <laughs> he was given the serum. Wow, wow, wow there's a hot cake take. <laughs> Here he was given. He was given the serum. He was put through the ringer, and he became the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. That's because Vince had a hard on for because him from Vince the get go. Because Vince had a hard on for people like CM that. Punk, as he said in the promo, he's not the the prototypical guy that they they like over there. CM and Punk he said it was going to be hard for, for himself in WWE, mm-hmm. and then Vince saw that and took it to new heights. That's why I think it's more of a half and half situation. To a point. To a point. Vince yeah. took it to a point. CM Punk took if it CM for Punk the further point. Settled. Yes, he would not be where he is. He now. would not be on the level that he is. Today. Right, right. And and the reason why he he is on the level he is is because he took a stand for his career, and you know if he said absolutely his health, his mental health, and, and physical health, and physical health towards the end of his his run, which is the reason why he left in the first place. Yeah, because of his physical health. But it, oh, but then and then he went into MMA. So no, physical health aside, he wanted to, he wanted a new a new opportunity that he wasn't getting in WWE or a new challenge that did not lie in WWE. So he took to the, the hard streets of MMA. Didn't really fare too well, other than going one and one on one the, the first one on a technicality. Yeah, uh, the choice, the decision being overturned. But uh, yeah, he was he. He kind of made his own name, and the fact that he was gone seven years just lent lent itself to the lore 
of CM Punk, and and he sold out an arena. <laughs> he single handedly sold not, out not, the the, he, the largest attendance for any AEW event. One person did that, and that and, was. And, in, but in, this in is the more impressive part. Yeah. It was all on a rumor, right? That's right. It was all based on a rumor. All based there on was a rumor, no and... advertisement saying CM Punk will be at the United Center in Chicago. Nor apparently did he did Tony Khan ever use his name in meetings. He always he said ne- he always said guest. Oh, in meetings. In meetings too. He always said guest. Our guest. Oh. Our special guest. And when he got oh my there, God, imagine if it was Brian. <laughs> That would have sucked. Well, here, okay, we'll, sucked. we'll get to that point. We'll it would have been Vince McMahon booking. It would have sucked. It, it really would have been. Um, it, we'll get to that what if in a second. But the the reports that also Shivani and, and Khan have confirmed is that even on the day of at, on Rampage, all the signs said special guest. Uh, the script said special guest. Shivani interviews special guest. Um, and then they showed on BTE, which I finally watched. Uh, I, I can. I'll, I'll give you. My I was really pissed off. It was just a little bit of him backstage. I was like, "Yeah, that was oversold it to Chris." It was not that much. It, it was not that much. Um, but you finally watched it. I finally watched it. I will say really quickly that it was very corny. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it is. But funny in like few places here and there. It is, and I know exactly which one it was funny to you when Carl Anderson goes. Yes, I'm so excited because I just came. I just came. And he just walks out. It's it's hilarious it's every time that and the voice that he has too with uh, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I think his Nick just couldn't hold it. I think I dwaked a little bit of towel. <laughs> that was that was like, yeah that was funny yeah but uh, yeah so CM Punk is is AEW and him calling out Darby Allen right right out of the, the gate um, I think is huge I think that it was amazing that and and necessary as you just uh, mentioned that it was good for him to start off the night. Because it would not be fair to anybody else going forward. <laughs> you start off with anything else other than Punk. It, nobody's going to care about those matches. Yeah. So you get it. You give him his, which was 17 minutes. <laughs> timed out to 17 minutes. With commercials. With commercials. He had the first full third of the yeah, of Rampage. Of the <laughs> it's only an hour long. One third. Oh. It was 20 minutes with commercials. Again, I love Rampage, man. It's an hour. You get boom, 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 and you're out. <laughs> and I'm done by 11. And, and that's it was it. the highest rated AEW, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was the highest rated AEW show. I think it drew 1.2. Yeah. It drew a 1.2, which is crazy, crazy because at one point, not too long ago, Monday Night Raw was drawing, was drawing 1.2. On a bad night. On a bad, yeah. Like, they were doing, like, twos uh, on, yeah. on a regular basis. Like, two mil on a regular basis. Um, I feel if like you look it's at the numbers, average. If you look at the numbers of SmackDown, third too. Hour, just makes it go. It goes in with everything else that third hour. You know what I mean? Well, look at the numbers for SmackDown too, and you're talking in the mill, the couple mill, also with those uh, yeah. viewership numbers. So yeah, SmackDown is is in the high ones. Yeah, um, so, yeah. So as far as CM Punk, uh, he we finally have the return. He's basically said that he uh, apologizes to everybody that were relying on him to be there, and and you know with the wrestling fandom. I appreciate that. Not that I was so angry that he took his time to do do his own thing like everybody and i i commend you for doing that like if you don't feel it in the moment especially with your employer you know treating you the way he's, as far as your talent and you know your talent's here and they're treating you down here do what you got to do get and that's here's my here's my uh my dad talk do what you got to do in life if you want to do something go do it if you if in your moment that you're like you know what this is bullshit and i've done that several times <laughs> i've done it in my career in my sales career i'm like I'm not feeling this anymore. I was I worked for a moving company yeah. making six figures. I was like, no, my 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 dad got sick, but at the same time, 
I was just like, you know what? This isn't enough for me. I'm, I'm out. I want to do better for myself. Um, so I, I appreciated him doing that and him yeah. kind of saying, you know, I'm, I apologize. And, and, you know, he didn't have to do that, but he did it uh, with his apology. And so we have him here and we have him for the, the idea that he set the, the stage for his reset is now, apparently, you know, as far as like from ROH to this point here, he's back and he can do his thing. And I think that is the appeal of AEW is that he, it's that Khan is able to attract faces like uh, Brian Danielson and CM Punk to a place where there will be this creative uh, control is not the word to use here because if you, everybody had creative control, we'd be back in uh, WCW days. Even in even in AEW, nobody has full creative control in AEW. They have. I uh, think I think it was Malachi Black that came out and said, "I I still don't have full creative control, but I have like I I think he said something along the lines of I have control of what my character wants to be. That's it. And and right. as far as where it goes from there, he works with Tony to see where the you know where the creative goes from there. Right. It's all about the wrestler and Tony Khan where it goes from there. Right. I would assume people like uh, Cody. Kenny with the women's division because I know he's very big in the in the women's division over in AEW, along with Brandy. Like all those people are brought into it for, to a certain degree, especially with with Cody and Malachi. The way that whole uh, series was was uh, mapped out, I guess mm. in, in in a sense, that is uh, I think where AEW is standing right now, which I think is perfect because it brings a little bit of the WWE aspect of it, where you have an authoritarian figure who is helping guide the storylines of the product. But it's in the, it's, it, it takes some from WCW where it is the full creative, like creative control to an extent. It's still, it, it's, I think it's, it's the a kind of interesting marriage between WCW and WWE in that there's the creative there, but the, the, the ends line was basically the people that were in the matches. That's the problem with mm-hmm. WCW is that they did themselves in by not having the person who was supposed to be was Bischoff. The the people that he gave control to were his buddies who were like Nash and Hall and Hogan and all the bookmakers that put everything together. And which is why if you listen to countless stories from Jericho and everybody else that were and Rey Mysterio who are on the, the middle to the bottom rung, there was only that glass ceiling that they keep talking about because of because of that aspect. Vince has probably too much, and you need to have that perfect balance, which right now you kind of see with AEW in that they have people who have their control of their character, but he's the last line of defense as far as what where it's going to go. So kudos to him. for, for And that's the perfect thing you should do. Why, why stifle your character? And we'll talk about freaking carrying cross. Um, unless that was his idea of having uh, you know the... Uh, some sort of you know, suit that accentuates his his figure to uh, other people. Good for you, and that's what he wanted to go for. He was jealous of Scarlet. Then so be it. But um, man, it, it was just I and and immediately by the way, the story when that, he came out. If you did not know, if you watched Monday Night Raw and saw the the, the technically the actual debut of Carrying Cross in in Monday Night Raw full time debut full time debut since he dropped the belt at uh, Takeover which was the obvious next step for him he came out with this like cross configuration 
leotard nonsense and this mask. He looked like the the old executioner gimmick. He looks like an executioner from like the Road Warriors movies with uh, Mel Gibson, and yeah, uh, and uh, they are immediately cashing in on that mask. So it's going to be at all vendors and <laughs> concession stands everywhere the you go. WWE is now moving towards a gimmick based uh, system. If you look at more of the younger talents, they're they're more gimmick. They're more based around their gimmick. Like Karrion Cross, Nikki, mm-hmm. ASH. People like that. And then you have on the other hand people like Charlotte, Becky, and and people along those lines who are the realness. Mm-hmm. It brings we're at this weird point where it was right before like remember right before the Attitude Era? Sure. Where you still had those gimmicky gimmick characters. Sure, yeah. Isaac like, Yankum. Isaac Yankum, Duke the Dumpster Drossy. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Big boss man, even though he was part of the Attitude Era, but he was a cop mm-hmm. or whatever. I think we're at that point right now. My mm. hope is that Fun. we just got Hogan, Bash at the Beach, and now we move into what we will know as who knows attitude era part two maybe maybe that's if maybe vince, if vince if takes that, this if that's uh, going if vince takes this seriously like he said he would <laughs> oh you know he takes it seriously said, and nick khan gets his head out of his <laughs> that he said he wouldn't i'm sorry that he said he would not because he didn't he said it uh, and and i somewhat quote that AEW is not really a threat like wcw yeah. was um hey vinny <laughs> uh I you also you, didn't think WCW was a threat. Was a threat either. You, I know you listen, so get close to the, the, the uh, speaker. Uh, they're a threat. Um, I don't know if yeah. you were aware. So stop talking out of your ass and uh, start putting on something good. Um, that's yeah. that's that's all I got as far as, far as CM Punk. He's back. We'll see him tonight on uh, Dynamite for his Dynamite debut. Uh, looking forward to that match. All out. It's gonna be good. Yep. Hopefully, we get more CM Punk ice cream bars in the future Maybe to the public. <laughs> No, just not at that one private just event. Just not at one event. Make it, make it a thing every time you go somewhere. Uh, I'm not saying anything, but, you know, Newark, uh, Queens. Come on. People in New York love uh, ice cream bars. Queens. You would make so much money for that in Queens. All right. I'll tell you this right now. I'll probably buy three boxes of them. Three boxes? On how many, <laughs> depending on how many are in a box. You know, three, like ten a box. I'll I buy three like boxes. Three bars. In my freezer. <laughs> three bars. Three, three boxes. Bars, three boxes. Three boxes. On. There you go. Reasonably priced, though. I don't want to go on eBay and buy a fucking ice cream bar wrapper for 65 bucks. Yes, I actually saw that. Let's see here. I want to see CM Punk. Well, it's got to be, first of all, it's got to be like soup now. If it's, unless you have it perfectly No, they, they're selling the wrapper. Oh, the wrapper. I, mean, no, I want the CM Punk like bar. Oh, I want, you ain't getting that. Well, then, that, what's the point? I want the whole bar. No, I want the, uh, I want the, I want him to mass produce it. Again, I guess fifteen thousand is probably a mass production product. Wrapper twenty five bucks. Yeah, see, I saw one going for sixty five bucks. Unopened, unopened ice cream bar, a thousand dollars. Get the fuck out of here! A thousand dollars. Get the fuck! I'm not doing that. Fifty dollar wrapper, forty four ninety nine. I was there. T shirt with laminated ice cream bar wrapper. You know what? That's actually not that bad. <laughs> that's that's not that bad. How much is that? I'm, I'm saying not, I'm saying the, the the combo, uh not the price. Uh it's 160 for that. Um That ain't bad. But if he, I, I can get that signed? I like the laminated uh part of it. If I can get that shirt signed, I'll get it fucking hung up with the $1000 uh, for an So basically you're opening up a 
<laughs> a soupy bar with the wrapper on it. That's pretty funny. Oh, they they probably put it in their freezers. And now someone someone has made a CM Punk ice cream bar T-shirt. Nice. <laughs> it's the, it's a T-shirt with the ice cream. Is bar. Is it the old WWF yes, ice cream yes, bar? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> with the stick on, yeah. Bro, when he said uh, ice cream bars, that I think that popped me more than him uh, actually coming back. Oh uh, man, I think that was the biggest dig that he had at WWE was giving a whole arena full of people <laughs> CM Punk branded ice cream bars. <laughs> And then freaking out. And then everybody went. He's like, and he forgot about that. So it was like, oh, by the way, <laughs> everyone's getting one on the way out. Uh, CM Punk. That was wild. Um, yeah, you know what? And as far as Rampage, I mean, it's not. Uh, I think all of us can agree nobody gave a shit about the rest of Rampage. It's no. a good show. It was a good show. Don't get me wrong. But we were there for one thing and one thing. Only. And we got it right. Given CM Punk an hour, yeah. people would have been okay with that. It would have been a podcast. Yeah. It would have been like listening to one of these. Right. Would have been a straight up podcast. Yep. You have CM Punk listening for an hour. Mm. He, the, you don't even need commentary. We'll go back to commercial. He has headphones on. We'll see you in five minutes. Right. Boom. <laughs> you get him out. Come back in. And he's on the ring. Welcome I, back, everybody. It's just us. It's just Tell us. Your story. You, me, sit down. Let's talk. Yeah. Um, okay. I do. I do like that. Won't he... you come by? <laughs> <laughs> come inside. Mr. Rogers now. There you go. Um, I do like that he said that he, we have time as far as his story. So we're going to break it down, and, he, and for every you know interview, let him tell another story about where where he's been and what he's been doing. Um, what do you want? Who do you want to see him face? In AEW, we're getting Darby. That's a big one that I wanted. That I is, wanted that to is see a big one. Darby. I think eventually, it, it, the easy answer is you know, like people like Omega. I, I don't want that. I want like um, down the road. We can get Omega down the road. Him versus the Elite stuff like that. Well, at, at that point, they'll probably you know, be done. CM Punk joins forces with the with the the inner circle for a fucking for a hop, skip, and a jump right. of a, a storyline. Yeah. Um, hmm. you, you know, I, it's Cole, it's Cole Cabana for me. Well, that, yeah, I mean that's. I think you, it's too obvious, but I think Cole Cabana would be. If you want to go that route, as, if you want to go that route as far as like getting real, real, then yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's the way to go. I was gonna say if I can get man, I, I would I would probably pay wherever it is, it's gonna happen to go to. If I can get CM Punk versus MJF, Ooh, I, I think yeah. I think that would be my right now dream uh, scenario right now yeah. because the two of them on the mic first of all are just probably the best in the world, no pun intended. And yeah. uh yeah, we can just get the two of them on a mic and, and go after each other. I think that'd be great. A triple threat between CM Punk, MJF, and Chris Jericho. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That would be crazy. Yeah. Um I think what I want is uh uh CM Punk Colcabana storyline mm. to write to to mirror that of Hangman and and, and Kenny. Okay. You know, best yeah. friends, you know, fuck the past, best right, friends. Right. right. Some one of them turns on each other. Obviously, it's going to be Colt turning on CM Punk. You know, CM Punk's not going to get booed, right? Like, it's just not. A, he will be a baby. He's he's their John Cena. Not, he's going to well, be a baby face forever. Not as not anytime soon. As long as Dark Order is uh is a face. So as long as their faces and their good guys. See, I beg to disagree. Then he if, ha- if Cole Cabana turns yeah. on CM Punk, then he, he will be a, a heel. He will be a heel, but then he yeah. has to leave Dark Order. Not going to go all go heel because of one person, especially him. I think they can. They would have to collectively. If, if, if they, it only yeah. makes sense if they collectively do stuff to ban the team as heels. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to see Dark Order split up either. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, Please don't. I, I love the, again. I love how we went from 
fast, f- rewind like two years ago and like, what the hell is this? Who are these people? And yeah. this, these, these promos annoy the shit out of me. Stop it. Tony, get rid of Dark Order. And now they're just like. Do you know the, the origins of that gimmick? I've definitely said it on here before, but they were called the Super Smash Brothers. Okay. Right? Obviously, on national television, you can't call a tag team the Super Smash Brothers. It's what we call in the business. Trade, trademarked. Yes. Um, but the like the whole gimmick of them doing that on the indies, so I think Evil Uno, player one. Like that's where it, and then Stu was player two. Mm. And then when he when they did the whole Dark Order gimmick, they went to just Stu Grayson, he and he now he's Evil Uno. So that was his when he turned heel on the on the indies, that was his gimmick. He mm. was an evil one. Okay. He used to have evil. a uh controller. Like uh sewn into his into his gear. And if someone would press pause, he would stop. Like the whole match would stop. Then if they press play, everybody starts going back. That's again. insane. That's awesome. <laughs> Can't do it. Obviously, it's not going to work. I don't think it's going to work in an arena full of people. Right. It might. Who knows? But yeah, that's where that that whole thing originated. Well, the more you know. Uh, Rampage. That was yeah. As as far as as far as the night goes, it was it was okay. But uh, I think uh, Kier Hogan got squashed um yeah we saw that coming moxley was 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 very upset um and so one of the private parties show private parties showed jungle boys private part on national television no all right not his part the other part on his roll up they just they took too much of the trunks i gotcha tried to make a pun didn't work let's keep it Let's just keep going. That part. Forget forget I said it. Anywho. All right. So uh talked about AEW. Let's see. Or what uh I'm trying to see what notes I had here. Uh right, AEW changed their plans for CM Punk's debut. Uh got to the building. My name was on the format. Tony Giovanni introduced a special guest. CM Punk's arrived. I told I was told he was in his room. Uh he was with an old ECW guy who happened to be Lou Dangerously, also known as Sign Guy Dudley, for anybody who remembers uh the Dudley boys. Um, he, he punk said to Shivani, Hey, you want to listen? You want to interview me? We'll do it on dynamite. I want you to hold the microphone and I, I don't want to jerk it out of your hands. Like people have done. <laughs> he just said, I said, okay. So that apparently is going to, as this thing drops, going to air tonight, me talking to him in Milwaukee. That's, he's talking about Shivani. Shivani's the one talking there. Um, so yeah, so, so tonight it looks like we'll get the actual interview part of it with Tony Schiavone and, and CM Punk, but that's how it kind of evolved into just Punk doing his own thing, which again, as I mentioned before, was the perfect thing to do. I uh, did not need anybody to interview CM Punk uh, for his first time back. Absolutely um, not. Let's talk uh, do AEW, let's, speaking of which, uh, what's happening sure. tonight and uh, the uh, <laughs> how, how us fans are just funny in every single way. Um, so CM Punk is making his dynamite uh, appearance. We have Orange Cassidy versus Matt Hardy uh, tonight. Looking forward to that. Uh, Red Velvet taking on Jamie Hader, her debut. Um, and if you look into Jamie Hader and where she's coming from, I'm just talking physically. Uh, very impressive. She's had a, a wonderful transformation. Yes, yes. So she's uh, she's gotten in, in, in great shape. Uh, Malachi Black is back taking on uh, Brock Anderson, uh, Arn Anderson's son. That should be a doozy. Um, and then this other match with... Uh, <laughs> I just find it funny. So they have the QT Marshall and Paul there White. have signed Finally saying it the right way. Marshall. QT Marshall uh, and Paul White have, <laughs> <laughs> have are having a match at uh, All Out. Um, 
but people are not uh, not happy with how they're setting this up apparently because they don't see that that it's clearly setting this up uh, for this match. So AEW fans, AEW has fan, many fans paying close attention to them currently. This this report goes uh, after CM Punk's historic AEW debut in the first dance episode of Rampage. Many people see it as a huge opportunity for AEW since now you have a ton more uh, eyeballs on your product. So some fans have expressed great displeasure with AEW's card for tonight's Dynamite. It said one of the matches, as I mentioned, all the matches that are happening before with CM Punk's debut on Dynamite. Dynamite is set to feature the Gun Club taking on the Factory. No. This, I mean, it, it if is, you're a wrestling fan, you know that this is setting up for a Paul it's White. It's clearly setting. So yeah, so Bill, not interference. I'm sorry, that would be a heel thing to do. It's setting up for a Paul White. All right, the Factory is going to win. Right. They're going to beat down the Gun Club, mm. and then boom, Paul White's music. No more BS. No more BS comes out. Speaking of which, I did find out that uh, Paul White was supposed to be in Gladiator in 2000. Did you know that? I did not know that, really. Yeah, and Vince McMahon had to turn it down. What a dick. I know, right? <laughs> Imagine what? Paul White in, the, in, in Gladiator. One of the best Gladiator. movies Gladiator. Oscar award-winning Gladiator. Yeah, really. <laughs> he would have been the Oscar award-winning Big Show. <laughs> like, he wouldn't have won the Oscar. He would have been in the movie and yeah. won the Oscar. Um, yeah, you're in the movie. You win the Oscar. That's how it goes. That's not how it goes. I was in an Oscar award-winning movie. I am an Oscar. I am an Oscar (laughs) award-winning movie actor. Technically, that's correct. I guess you could say that. (laughs) Very long-winded, but I guess you could say that. (laughs) Uh, So that is AEW Dynamite, and I love that people are just upset with uh, this match. Just, just shut up and watch. Um, We're setting up for All Out. It's that's all you need, and we have Saint Punk. So there's that. Let's, I think that one thing right there should be enough. Yeah. You've seen Punk. That's yeah, it. Don't stop bitching about it. Uh, yeah, you got anything else? I I do. Before we get before we get into as far as outside the ring, no. But before we get into anything else, sure. I do have a question. So people have been chanting CM Punk all this time, seven years now. People have been chanting CM Punk because they wish that he would come back into the ring. And when people, uh, o- especially in WWE, they 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 express their displeasure with the product, what would they start chanting? CM Punk. CM Punk. Right. Now, what are they going to chant? Probably still CM Punk. And that would that even awesome. be worse. That would even be worse for Vince because now it's it's not even like you had a, you, you possibly had a chance because he wasn't in any organization. Now he's in AEW and it's still going to happen. They're still doing the yes chant. That will, okay, here's another question. Do you, do you consider a, more of a slap in the face to Vince the CM Punk or the yes? I, f- I think the yes because you had it and you let it slip out of your hands. Uh, I'm going to say CM Punk because uh, because you couldn't get it. Because <laughs> you couldn't get it right. <laughs> you couldn't get it right, and uh, you, nor will you ever get it again. No. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with, with CM Punk. Uh, say anything. Should be interesting. I got nothing else. Doesn't? All right, let's let's talk. Uh, let's talk SummerSlam. Let's do it. Um, yeah, a couple things happened. Couple th- couple things happened, and a couple things happened that I'm I'm like, you know what? This is this will be the first time. I always bitch and moan about the weekly product, but this will be the first time where I left watching SummerSlam going, okay. Nothing. What do you mean? Like I'm just like, all right. Like nothing like like stood out to me other than the returns that happened. As far as matches go, it was they were kind of like, oh okay. I wasn't I, see, I wasn't blown I, away by anything uh, as far as the card goes. I, I think that the the matches, it, WWE pay per view matches have always been very consistent. They're always 
good, like really good to excellent matches, wrestling wise. Mm-hmm. And and their pay per views are always constant, constantly good. They're not getting better. They kind of keep that 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 they maintain a line, mm-hmm. but it's still a, a very high mark compared to the mark that's set on the weekly product. Right, especially the big five. The big five pay per views: WrestleMania, uh, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and Money in the Bank. That's their big five nowadays. Those ones, especially, are always consistent, mm. for lack of a better term. They're they're always really good pay per views, and I think that this measured up to that. I thought it was. Yeah. I don't want to say it was perfect because it wasn't. There, there were a couple things, especially with the Becky return, that I didn't like at all. Yeah, but then there were also a couple things like the 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 the, the Cena Reigns match. That one was great. Like that, I it, I don't want to say that he had a better match. Like Roman Reigns to me is just getting better with every match that he has. It's just getting him better and better. I, I, well, it helps that Cena is just completely open to giving. And I think the psychology, Give, giving up the psychology to... of every match is is getting better and better. With right. Edge, uh, I'll, I I said it on on this show. I thought that Edge Roman Reigns match was one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. And I don't want to do this, but I somewhat agree. The Reigns Cena match might have been better than that. Okay. Opi- in a sense, the opinions here are clearly of Joe and Blacks and his alone because I, in a sense, can I just it might disagree have been anymore? Because I had, you know, I was, as Pat McAfee liked to put it, I was on cloud nine <laughs> when I watched it. Mentally, yes. But I don't know. Like the psychology of the match was good. I don't like how he went for. You know what? I take that back. Okay. <laughs> Edge Edge Reigns was better. I'm, I'm going to let you get uh, um, there um, on your own. Um, I'm saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. And now it just makes it seem, yeah, Edge and Reigns was better. Okay. But this match, if it wasn't for him going for the clanky roll-ups every once in a while, right? which I understand the psychology of it, but I don't know. I liked it. Everything about it, I thought you got two returns. At at, at Monday, last last pay per view we got one return. This one we got two. <laughs> so you like How the could return? You not like that. You like the return aspect. Let's go through the card yeah. here, and I'm gonna ask you as far as like what you thought of each one and then collectively after we go over everything i think we get we always think about what we liked and then when we go over it again and as john sterling of the yankees would say in your mind's eye when, when we get it in our mind's eye rethink and rehash this this whole thing so uh we had biggie versus baron corbin in the kickoff match okay it was uh it was good uh for what it was um aj styles and omos versus rk bro we have new champions I loved it. Okay. The match was good, and uh, I think that they needed to to win those titles. Not that Omos and AJ was doing nothing. This is very true. It was just to get AJ that title. The grand. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. Shit. Next. Shit. Okay, next. Uh, the only thing good part about this was uh, Alexa Bliss's uh, ring attire. Yes. Yeah. Very I do pop every time where she goes into the ring with the dress and then takes off the bottom. I did. It does yeah. pop me every time. Very, very cheeky. Um, and by the way, uh, this whole thing with Eva Marie, like uh, she's dropped at gorgeous, but 
I could just do without her. Like you, you let go. Yeah. Here's my rant again with this very mini rant. You let go of a ton of very talented wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying to pick up her. That just it was coincidentally as we've all I'm fully aware of that it coincidentally happened where they resigned her. They let go of these other people, but you let go of talent that far surpass her. And I don't know if it was a, a cash play. If they, they, those those people, because of their talent, were asking for more than Eva Marie, and Eva Marie just wanted to get back in somehow, so you just signed her on the cheap. But it, I have no idea. It, it's it's not a good look, and her stories every single time just are shit. And yeah. I, it's it's literally a bathroom break moment every single time I have her on the TV. So that match absolutely sucked. Uh, Sheamus versus Damian Priest, like that one. Um, I think it was good. Damian Priest, the junior champion. Uh, Smart move too. Yes, because uh, now, now as, as you saw on Raw, they they have uh, Sheamus now going after the main title hunt. So I I'm all for that. Bring it on. Um, anybody but Goldberg. Uh, the Usos versus uh, Mysterios. Uh, it was a good, really good match. Uh, they retain. Usos win. Good match. I look. I like how they they in in their entrances. The Usos they they brought out their own lays. So now you can tell who's who. This is how this is how you tell a faction. They all got the same gear. <laughs> nah, see, but <laughs> but now the young bucks have to do the same thing because I still can't tell. I know one's like older than the other if you look really close, but I just want to know like uh, by shirt or face. I want to know who's uh, Nick I'll and put who's it to you Like this, I I mean I can tell because it's I've easier said, to tell I mean, them than than the Usos. I can say that. I I see. I think I can tell them both apart pretty well now. Okay. Oh, but the Usos only because of their haircuts. If they both got the same haircut, I can't tell them apart. You do realize the Young Bucks are not twins, correct? I do. No, I realize that, yes. Okay. They they're look, like four years so, apart, right. but still, well, they, they're they like, still look so damn... I think they're like three years apart. Yeah, but like two or three. But yes, they look very similar. The way I would put it to you right now, the person who does the more macho man gimmick stuff in the ring is Nick Jackson. Okay. Look for it tonight. I don't even know if they have a match tonight. Next time the young the young books wrestle, look for the guy who's all, Nick has lighter hair too, very little bit, but he has a little lighter hair. And Nick's headband falls off first always. I mean, the only tell, the way, only way I could tell uh, the Usos is if I see Jimmy with a bottle. Oh God, man! <sighs> Bravo, Bravo! I'll turn my mic off. I'm sorry. Bravo. The only way I tell Matt Riddle is because he has a joint. Yeah, you, that's always. I don't know. Always, I don't know why I even said that. He always sounds high. By the way, the photo with him and uh, Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Good God. They are actually friends. That's the funny part. Like the three, if you think about From it, the NXT, three of them right. came up on the same day. Yeah, they, that's right. Like it, it was, I think it was all the same day that they came. And uh, she's just smoking. Um, she is. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. And so it, we knew beforehand that Sasha wasn't going to be there, right? So, but they kept playing it out, which is but we they like, played it off as something's going to happen here. So, what? Let me ask you this: What do you think about this? About the way that they pulled it off? They announced Carmella as Sasha's replacement. I We're like, loved Fuck. it, loved it. I absolutely loved it because I'm sitting there going, like, really? something, something's going to happen here. Like you knew since we, we all knew, and we were texting back and forth. I'm sitting in the room with Rob and, and his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, that we just knew something was going to happen because all the reports say that Sasha Banks was hurt and she's not medically cleared. So then, literally in the ring, when Bianca's there and you see uh, the announcer there, you see him announce that uh, we have a switch. It's Carmella. 
even in that moment, I was like, this is not the match. Because not only, no, first of all, nobody cared. <laughs> first <laughs> like, things first. Yeah. You should have known there was some chicanery, chicanery when Bianca Belair came out first. Yes, absolutely. Right. Everybody knows Champions the champion lost. gets comes out second. Right. Everybody yep. knows that. Yep. Now. Chicanery. Do you think this was a heel turn for Becky Lynch? No. Okay. I think they're going that way. Well, here. so let's get to that point. So we had Carmella come out. She's in the ring, and then all of a sudden, the music hits, and everybody goes apeshit. So we finally get, which it made sense for her to come back at SummerSlam. We get the return of, of Becky Lynch. She then takes out, comes in the ring, says, excuse me, to Bianca, takes out uh, Carmella. She's out of the, the picture. And now we have these two. And she gets on the mic and says, let's, let's have a match here at SummerSlam, and Bianca agrees. At that point, you had this complete an utter high of this return of this person who uh, and I'll before we get to what actually happened I will I will ask you this question would it be as much hype for like say the the rumors of Becky Lynch were coming back and then Mm -hmm. it was just like CM Punk um, in Chicago like the place sold out in two seconds flat because it was the anticipation and assumption that all the rumors that CM Punk has signed, we're going to see him and thank God it paid off because that would have sucked. But if we knew that Becky Lynch was coming back and it wasn't a a surprise, like it was, like it was at SummerSlam. If we knew she was coming back to like the garden would the garden sell out because of Becky Lynch. It's it, see the way the the CM Punk analogy is what makes it so different because it was just on a rumor. Mm. So if you want to go, would it be the same? Oh, so no. say, say if it was a rumor that that Becky Lynch was coming back, it was just a rumor. No, I will. Will it sell out? Yes, because mm. Becky Lynch is that over, mm. which is crazy to me to think about because I still remember Becky Lynch being like steampunk. I was. I felt like I was one of the only ones rooting for Becky Lynch at one point when she was, you know, facing Charlotte and doing all all her shit with the four horsewomen. She was a champion. <laughs> she was a but, cha- she was a champion that was not over. As, she wasn't as her we, first champ as, as we see as now. Babyface. Watch us talk about Nikki Ash like this in like two years. <laughs> like she's gonna have her. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Her, she's gonna have her bloody nose moment, and then she's gonna be the most over person on the planet. She turns heel, brings back sanity, but all nah. women's sanity. <laughs> You're very faction oriented. I got. I got. I got to tell you. Like, I'm an. Like, I, I think I'm an AEW guy. I think that's why. Really <laughs> thank God for CM Punk, by the way. I, please don't have any faction CM. Whatever you do, just just I think stay that's on your is. own. Malachi, I'm, stay on your own. Like I'm there needs to be single people. I think the only reason why I would li- I always loved oh. factions is because I like it's that was the biggest thing going when I grew up. Like when I started watching wrestling mm. a huge fan of dx sure and nwo like that that was i know you don't like to hear it but that was my childhood <laughs> <laughs> but uh-huh. oh what were we talking about i'd gotten the factions and then everything yeah then you blocked you, off course yeah and then you 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 blacked out there um so we we're talking about uh return of becky lynch and if she would sell out i was just putting out a hypothetical question but she has this match with Bianca Belair that was barely a match. It was a squash, and it ended in five seconds. Yeah. Uh, she did her finishing move, and that was it. And so 
everybody online, everybody took to online as if like it was the end of the world. And it, you took this perfect return of this character that everybody has been waiting however many months. For. And you drew question marks around it. And you drew all question marks. Well, you, you, yeah. Well, not only did she win the match, but she's now the new champion of SmackDown. So yeah. <laughs> what are we doing with Bianca Belair that you built up this character? You did the same thing with Kofi, man. You did the same thing with Kofi where you built up this character to be like this, this like uh, can defy all odds. And, and Bianca is... As a as a wrestler is is above this, I just figured it out. Yeah, we've always been saying this whole time that Becky Lynch is the John Cena of like the modern era of women's wrestling, mm-hmm. but it's not. Charlotte Flair is the John Cena of modern day women's wrestling. Becky Lynch might be the Brock Lesnar of the modern day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> she might be the Brock Lesnar if you think about Fair it. Fair enough. Okay, but just Brock Lesnar <clears throat> and Paul Heyman all rolled into one. Because she's got the mic skills and she's got the ability to back it up. Mm. But I just, I think the whole thing was clunky. You knew you were going to get a pop out of out of Becky Lynch no matter what. Mm. Also, she went out the women's champion of Raw. Yeah, she gave up the title. And I, if, if I'm not mistaken, I read somewhere that she was also listed as a Raw superstar during the match. <laughs> if you go on the, if you went on the website during the match, she was listed as a Raw superstar. So then, what's the deal with the brand split? It just gets clunky again. It get well. It gets clunky. Right. The WWE is very um, clunky. It gets clunky I again. But I think they've already established what they have in at Raw. Um, I don't know why they would think that another woman, especially Becky, would would ruin that, especially on a three hour show. But they unless listen, Fox had their way with uh, having Roman Reigns on their their show, so maybe they wanted Becky, and also lends itself to you're now on your your husband's show like you're you're together again so i mean yeah that has to be where it is especially because they just have a newborn but but still so now she's she's smackdown champ and so since everybody was bitching and moaning not, i mean nothing's happened yet i'm sure there'll be a rematch at some point and she'll have an actual match with bianca belair but she'll lose since it's becky lynch but not not a good look, man. I it's just it. You took everything away from this moment that should have been. If you put on a match and she dropped the belt to to Becky, great. You know what? I would have called that. Have, have like a four or five minute match still, and and you can got you guys can do every spot move match kind of situation. You know, call the young bucks and tell them to 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 call the match for you. I don't care, but have a match, and that way when you have the match, you can at least say she went out and she lost the belts. Because she, you know, the way she should have in an actual match, and she got a clean one, two, three. The the idea of a squash, you're bringing back, as you mentioned, uh, and very obviously, it, yeah, Becky Lynch is Brock Lesnar in that you just come in, you return, you make a return, you get the belts, and you leave. <laughs> um, and there's your new T-shirt for uh, all the Becky Lynch with the man fans. Come back, get belt, yeah. leave. Um, Which it, and it's also weird because they had her. They had her uh, sweatshirts. They had her uh, T-shirts mm. printed. It said the man in Vegas. Right, right. So it, it people always say people are going to say was this a response to was both were both returns a response to CM Punk on Friday? I think it was, and it's a little chunk. It's a little clunky. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I, I gotta stop saying clunky. 
because it it's just I don't know if it's clunky. It's just so the much perfect as, word to use. Everything was just a, it was a clusterfuck. I don't think it was so much clunky as, as it was. Uh, I think it was just coincidental. I think that it's SummerSlam. It's one of the the big main shows. And if there's not a, a return at WrestleMania, it's not really returns at WrestleMania. You get returns at like Rumble. You definitely get returns at Rumble. Um, you get returns at SummerSlam. Like these are the other shows to set up for Mania. So I don't think I think I just think it was coincidental that they had Punk at the same damn weekend. Which you know, may or may not have been coincidental. coincidental. Right, <laughs> that's where I'm going. That with is that. what I. I don't think it it was coincidental um, on the WWE's part. I think they might have been planning this the whole time. Mm. But I think that it was coincidental on AEW. It wasn't coincidental on AEW's part. I think that was a calculated decision. Mm. And Bravo, hats off to Tony Khan because risk worth risk worth taking. Yes, absolutely. Um, but not not a great risk in that uh, you made you made Bianca look stupid. And yeah. you, 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 here we go again doing WWE things. It's either um, it ha, it has to result in a heel turn. It's either a heel turn for, by Bianca for one of them. That, that's an easy route to go. Yes, the, a heel turn from from Becky is going to be way too hard to do right now because she is still so over. Right. In a good way. I think we just you know, have, Roman Reigns have so is many. over, but they play into the the way that he's a heel. I don't. I just don't see it right now. No, we have so many heel. Like we have so many heel females. We just have like way too many. I think every 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 female not building up a good baby face. <laughs> you had one in Bianca Belair. They did. It was the champion, and that was it. Okay, and that was fine if you just had the match, but you squashed her, and it, it's just it's a bad look. Um, and and look, and and as I read this here on the screen here from uh, you know, get just going over the results with CBSSports.com, they gave it a D plus just because of that fact. The fact that you squashed your champion like this, and she is a good, she's a great wrestler, not good, she's great. Um. Hence why she had the title, and you you thought enough to her, of her to put it on her, then you thought enough of her, or you thought so little of her to take it off. That's that quickly. Um, yeah. Now, if you look, also if you go if you go to uh, at WWE at Twitter, and uh, they posted a photo of her holding the belt and says back where she belongs. Hashtag SummerSlam at Becky Lynch WWE, uh, and the comments were just brutal, <laughs> just as far, and it's it's unfair because you, you, she waited all this time to come back, especially in front of fans. She wins the belt. All well and good. It's the fashion that she won the belt. And it's not fair to her. It's not fair to Bianca. And all parties involved, it's not fair to. Except for Carmella. Like, good, whatever. You can get rid of her. And even though she's a great wrestler, she's not these two. And it's so, the most unfair to Carmella. It really is. Drag her into all this. But it's just her return, Becky Lynch's return, is completely now overshadowed by the fact that she just won the belt the way she did. And yeah. I, th- I think that she... I'm sure she didn't have any any say in what, what the matter was, and but Vince was like, you know, just just here's a squash because it's just a lazy bullshit way of, of getting out of something. Um, speaking of bullshit uh, things, uh, Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal bathroom break. Uh, McIntyre won that one, pointless. Um, Nikki Ash taking on Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Uh, this was the, actually the first match of the night that I actually got into, to be honest with you, and they gave it an A minus on this. It just the the idea of going back and forth, and everybody had their their shine in the sun, so to speak. Uh, we have a new champion in Charlotte Flair, but I I I thoroughly enjoyed this match, and I think thoroughly enjoyed this match alone. Thoroughly enjoyed. I enjoyed the main event, but not like I enjoyed this much this match. Yeah, this match was good. Um, I did have Rio. Like in my predictions, I had Rio winning though. I think I I, I wanted Rio to win. I did have Rio also. Uh, Edge against Seth Rollins, bring back the the Brood uh, theme music. Um. You think he should have just kept on going as the Brood? Like he just should have 
kept the brood music. It says stop stopping and getting his music on. Instead of stopping. Yeah, and, why not? And bring back the yeah, we have Metalingus. Yeah. Is that, is that mm-hmm. what it is? That is. Good for you. Nice. Oh, shit. Look Metalingus. Look at you. Look at that out of my ass. You think you know me? Uh, <laughs> you got metal lingus out of your ass on this day that's painful. very painful that was very that neat. was more creed that was very neil, neil diamond of you that's <laughs> i felt like creed I felt uh, like scott stapp take me higher uh yeah. so ah uh, yeah so edge, edge wins via submission um another great match and uh I, I do need to point this out two things when it came when it came to the commentary yeah uh Cole said that Seth looked like he came out of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club, Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yes. Wow, that was a lot to get out. Um, and he had to kind of pop for that. He had kind of, even, kind of explained to, to Pat about that. He was like, oh, I know, I that's, know. Yeah, yeah, that was the funniest part when Pat called him Sergeant Poppers. Sergeant Poppers. I popped even more for that. It was great. Uh, <laughs> no clue what And saying. something that I have personally taken from Pat McAfee, I'll admit to, I'll admit to that. Mm. When he oh. goes... <laughs> He goes, that's something I'm not allowed to say on the cock. Peacock. <laughs> Said that so many times. Stop that, Pat. <laughs> yeah. I think he had he had Michael Cole on the show, on his uh, radio show on Monday, and he was like, hey, listen, you know, it's like, now, my bad. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, when, when you do it again next week, though. It was not next week. Yeah. Two weeks when you come back. But he wasn't on television. It was, you know, he was on the cock. It's all right. <laughs> He's on the cock. <laughs> I'm streaming on the cock. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the cock streamer right the now. Cock right, <laughs> uh we're five. Um, the cock stream is taking up all the internet. I'm sorry. <laughs> all my bandwidth is in this cock stream. Um uh, Bobby Lashley taking on Goldberg and uh yeah. That I, ending was horrible. I, just, I hated it. Oh, what the hell? Uh, the, the, the first of all, again, the match whatever. The match itself. And and thank you very much. His top five Bobby Lashley matches. He was selling like like hell. <laughs> Good for him. And I listen, this this goes against everything that I'd say, but I love Bobby Lashley, but uh, he had to do his job to sell to this guy. Thank you, Las Vegas. All I have to say is thank you, Vegas, for finally thank being you, Vegas. the real that represents everybody's thoughts. Because the idea of all these marks in these other arenas and they're pumping in the Goldberg chants and they're all the, the shouting and the screaming, blah, blah, blah. When you get to Vegas and everybody's like not only just – at some sort of hum but they're booing him <laughs> because it's just nobody wants to see this shit again and then having his son uh you know come out and get getting flipped on, on, you know, on his head um it was just it's just a stupid uh, storytelling wise i didn't mind that part the son like getting gauge involved i didn't mind that so much okay it was that it was just the end that i that i had a problem with i was like why are you gonna it got me I'll, I'll I'll tell you right now, it got me. I forget if it was in our group chat or if I was just texting Steven at the time. It, it got me for sure. I was like, he's injured. You can see. Mm. He had tweaked it on on a landing somewhere, and then and then, uh, what's his face hit him with the cane in the back of the leg. Right, and with the delayed response. <laughs> yeah, totally a delayed response. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. It was just, I, You've been in this business. You don't know how to sell for thirty years. No, have you seen ever seen a match of his? No, he does not I mean, sell. I know. Please, I know. Come on. Um, <laughs> it's just awful. I really no sell king right there. Well, next time we see him, we'll be uh, uh, in Saudi. <laughs> and, oh my god! And we'll just wait. And I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be a Thursday at like you know, twelve o'clock in the afternoon. I'm, I'm I'll be busy that day washing my hair. Um, I'll be, I'll be working. Thank God. Yeah, there you go. I'm watching that bullshit. Um, 
even though I'll probably end up watching it at work. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> and then uh, your main event. Match of the night. <laughs> Reigns, uh, Reigns versus Cena um, in your match of the night. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a little slow-paced uh, for what I'm normally used to with Reigns because he had this, this uh, no, not to mention the fact that he's in there with two fast-paced guys and Edge and, and Daniel Bryan in WrestleMania. But Cena kind of slowly slowed the pace down uh, for the match. It was still really good. It, it was a great storytelling uh, match. Um, you get to the point where like Cena is just selling so well for Reigns that he has become this underdog, which is mm-hmm. it's, it's it's kind of stupid in a way because he's he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Um, and I say that entertaining wise, <laughs> not wrestling wise. Um, but he, he sold it. He, he made Reigns look great. And then he beat Cena, and we get another return, the umpteenth return of the weekend in Brock Lesnar. And yeah. he looks he looks jacked, first of all. I, I did I see believe, him online. I believe I said to you guys, he looks aki as hell. Aki. <laughs> he, he looks jacked. And I've seen him online with the, the bun ponytail situation and the goatee. I've seen, yeah. I've seen him uh, before already online looking like that, and he just maintained that. But... Man, uh, it's I, I'm I'm looking forward to this uh, with with uh, Lesnar and Reigns. I'm, I don't normally say that because really Lesnar comes in for these like part time spots, and I I hate that idea of being a part timer. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, though, <laughs> you just had the situation where Reigns took on is taking on two part timers in Cena and in now Lesnar. If you want Reigns to now be because Lesnar will never be that, Cena was that prior to, and then prior to that was Stone Cold, and then prior to that was Hulk Hogan. If you want to have the lineage go on, and I was just thinking about this at the end of this match, and then hearing also at when when the cameras went off how Lesnar destroyed Cena, yeah. uh, he did it, uh, you know, just just destroying, absolutely destroying her with him with, with uh, F fives. I wonder who called that. I wonder whose call that was. To have that happen after the match. Yeah, um, after everything went dark, you think that was like Cena? You think Cena was like, give me an F, give me a a couple a couple Germans? That was a bad way to put it. Give me a couple <laughs> suplexes. <laughs> I wonder if Vince, maybe it was Vince's idea just to like, as far as like, you know, these are for the fans. Cameras are off now. Everybody you know, enjoy this while you're still here. But if you want Reigns, my point is going to be, if you want Reigns to be that next guy, which he's already on that line right now to, to be, he wasn't before until he had this character change. He needs to be Brock. Yeah. Like, and not by some bullshit like DQ. He needs to be no, Brock. he needs to beat him clean in the middle of the you ring. You gave I'll that... Do- you really want to make Roman Reigns? You have Brock Lesnar tap out to Roman Reigns in a guillotine. Plain and simple. Listen, you you had him do that for uh, for Drew in front of nobody last year. So now, you know, have him yeah, but also look how that turned out. With with Roman Reigns, it might actually stick. Well, it did stick. How, how long did McIntyre have that belt? The, the entirety of the Thunderdome era. That was a year ago. What are we talking about Drew McIntyre now? Bullshit. No, I, you're right. You're right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't stick. Right, right. It put him over for the time being, and then Vince shoved him down our throats, and now we don't know what to do. Right. right. With Roman, it might actually stick. Yeah. Like, he will actually be able to take that somewhere to new heights. If you want to go, you know, if if he's that next in line of the the Hogans and the Rocks and the Austins and all the, the, those next guys, the Cenas, mm. the... But if you want to go all the way back to San Martinos and, and the Andres and all that, if you if he wants to be the next guy, mm-hmm. I think you have to have a, f- a semi-fast-paced match 
with Roman winning via submission clean in the middle of the ring. You know? Mm. I think that's that's just the way it has to go. But I did love this match. It's, I'm a sucker for a return. And I'm a sucker for nostalgia. <laughs> and I, I love the show Vikings. It go. was everything I wanted. And more. Uh, listen, okay. I, again, I, I'm, I'm good with the matches that were good. I think overall, though, the things that were bad brought this to like a C plus B minus for me. Uh, if if it was A plus, okay. You're, I'm, I'm you're, sorry. I'm sorry. Hang on. You're out of your mind. That slipped out. <laughs> I meant B plus. <laughs> you're clearly out of your mind. I was. Say, I even said it, and I was like, no, no, no. There no, are no, some no. Things, I want to take that back. I want to take that back. There are some things that you say that I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll let that slide. Um, and I may or may not agree with what you just said. There was egregious, and I will not. Let no, it the, it's it's B B plus. Even that is a little high for me. Okay, that's fine. That, that's B that's plus. fine. At the maximum. Okay, that's fine. I, I just feel like these matches that were good were good. They weren't mm-hmm. outstanding. They were good. But the matches that were bad were really bad. Yeah. And that, that I think it, that just overall dragged the rest of the good stuff down. And again, you had a, a, a situation where you had a return from someone that is beloved by everybody. There's nobody that does, does not like Becky Lynch. And you just trifled that and, and, uh, and stomped all over it with the stupid ending. And then you had a Goldberg match that, who else, uh, first of all, that match, as I timed it, was seven minutes and ten seconds. Oh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, I had, I had to time it. So when I, when I time it. It's the longest match ever. Ever. <laughs> just, the idea of having a seven-minute match, I, I joked with Rob, I said, the over-under on this has to be, I'm going to say two minutes. <laughs> and it, it, it far surpassed that. I would, I would have taken the over on that. Yeah. For, for which match? For the Goldberg match. Yeah, I would have taken the over on that. I don't think it would have been that quick. Okay, I you know I would definitely would have taken. We're not it, talking if it was up to Goldberg, it would just be bell to bell, right? But no, right, bell to bell. No, if the yeah. entrance was in I three the minutes. Yeah, true. Okay. I would have taken the over because I enough. think nowadays you have to expect that people don't like Goldberg the way they used to, and that he has to at least give you a match that's longer than his entrance. <laughs> <laughs> he he has to now. Seriously, the, no, the irony though. To, he has to do that now. The irony, though, is that he d- he's doing that now in his 50s, whereas in his young days, he barely did that, and his entrances were way longer than his actual matches. Yeah. So he's kind of flipped it uh, when he should have done it when he was younger. Uh, that was, Yeah, that was bullshit. Um, the whole thing with Becky, as I mentioned, was bullshit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, it, it was okay. <laughs> it was it was okay for what it was. I think the, uh, like I said, the, the edge match was good, the the, the Triple threat women's match was good. Jinder Mahal, as you mentioned, Drew McIntyre, what is it now? It means absolutely nothing. That match was whatever. That sucked. And um, I'm upset because that was the storyline I was looking forward to. They just shit on it. Yeah, it, it means absolutely Could have been a good storyline. Bring back everything with the three. Like, the, even though they did that, I just, yeah. I wasn't in, I was not invested in it. The I don't know if it was Drew McIntyre's fault right. or if it was Jinder or fucking I think Viz and, Vin and Scully or whoever it is. <laughs> Vin and Scully. <laughs> is that Vin Scully, the announcer for the Dodgers? Is that you just, yeah, I don't know why that's just the just first now, thing. He just combined two people. What is uh, it in uh, in in X Files? Um, Scully Mul- and Mulder. Scully Sorry. and Mulder. Yes. Scully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vin yeah. <laughs> and Scully. Uh, you just pulled the. Thought that's what it was at first. And just, I'm like, as just, soon as I said Scully, I was like, ooh, that's the announcer. You just pulled to me. That's my bad. Um, <laughs> Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. I mean, again, another bullshit match. So listen. 
we have new champs, new raw tag champs. That's great. Uh, I just the women didn't really have a great night. I, I, I have to say, unfortunately, when they normally do. Uh, other than the triple no, threat, just they, Charlotte. Yeah, then that that was really it. Um, finally, we had. Uh, I think I'm trying to remember the first or the last time, if ever, we had an NXT pay per view after. Never the main. <laughs> this is the first time. You either had the NXT takeover on the Saturday before a major pay per view, mm-hmm. or you had it on a Sunday that was just a different day from a pay per view. Okay. Like it would have been two weeks away from a pay per view. There was one time where there was a, pay, a, a WWE main roster pay per view on one Sunday, and then the Sunday after that, there was another. There was an NXT pay per view, but I don't think it's ever been on the same weekend where where NXT is the one that that wraps it up. Which I don't understand why they did. But all right, that was weird. I mean, where would you have put it on a Friday? <laughs> I don't. I don't know why they put SummerSlam on a Saturday. That that was my. Oh, oh right, 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 right. Um, you know what I mean. Here, here's like a, Vegas. Here's, I guess you want to have it late, <sighs> stuff like that. Like I, I understand. I'd like. But to. Also, it doesn't go. It's like it's like having a week four football on a Saturday, where you're like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> We're not supposed to have this." Listen, this doesn't I, make any sense. I liked it. I, I liked having it on a Saturday. That way, I don't have to like wake up the next day knowing it's a Monday and, and you know, I like still having, knowing that it's the weekend and having it on a Saturday, which is the, the other thing that they talked about during, for the Super Bowl. Like why have it on a Sunday, put it on a Saturday. Yeah. Also, it doesn't have to be Sunday at, at 7 PM. If it was Sunday at 2 PM, I would be like, all right, this is nice. Nice. Get a nice little day drunk. And then we Get fall asleep drunk. and wake up for morning one day, on Monday morning. I think it's Sunday. Work on Monday morning, 9 AM. So we're going to be up. I think it's Sunday night we're all drunk. In, we're all in bed by seven. Right. That's, yeah, now you have to get Sunday night drunk when you watch wrestling. That's fine. That's fine. You're not Sunday night drunk. You're getting Wednesday wrestling drunk when you go to uh, Dynamite. Oh, yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> I hope I'm you're, trying to get off the next day. I was going to say, I you better just, get off, man. <laughs> you, I might just fucking take the whole week. You better get off the next day. Um, let's talk about NXT if really I, quick. If I work everything correct, yeah. I might try to get off that week. <laughs> the entire... my week, my my week off will start with <laughs> with AEW, AEW on the fifteenth, and then end. And end with AEW on the twenty second. <laughs> so one of those Thursdays, you're going to suffer. The twenty third, that Thursday, you're going to suffer. Yeah, it's right, but I only go to work until no. But the twenty third is is wait. Oh shit, that's when it is. Yeah. Oh, you, you should yeah, t- you, you should take off. I go to work at two o'clock. Okay, first. All right. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. I'll sleep it wake off. up at wake up at noon, take a shower, go to work, hungover. I don't give a fuck. You can't open any doors that way. Yeah, I can't. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Let's go over takeover. Here, I'll get the plane. Excuse me. The plane. The plane. The planes are coming. I gotta run. Oh, dude, don't say that. We're the- way too close. <laughs> Twenty years. Don't not say that shit. Very close. What the fuck? It was very. It's like over my head. Uh, I know. Really quick. Let's go Is over there a Yankee game. <laughs> Maybe they're no, going to they're, fly they're over. Off. <laughs> they're off. <laughs> they're off. They're going to the West Coast. Um, let's. Uh, Maybe that was them. And by Maybe they're leaving. They're leaving now. Yes, in a helicopter. <laughs> in a helicopter, going six hours away. Uh, by the way, uh, shout out to the Yankees. Eleven straight. Um, yesterday was Is it eleven now. Yeah, <laughs> eleven straight. Nail but- I read nine yesterday. Yeah, Fuck. That, that was that was two days ago. <laughs> Jesus. That was the, the that was the first. By the way, the first time that any team in 120 years has both had a nine game win streak face each other. Yeah. So the Braves, Yankees face each other, and now we took another series. Yankees took another series. They swept that series of the two games, and uh, Yankees are Yankees are good. Um, wait till wait till September. What's that? You hear that? What's that? It's me knocking on this wood this wood uh, counter that I'm on right now. 
big time knocking. Not gonna I don't want to. Got it. <laughs> I don't want to. You're going to jinx it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. It's so, fun, though. Uh, Yankees. So, Yankees. September, they'll uh, expand the roster and uh, have to make some moves since we have some pitchers coming back and, like, Clory Cooper, Kluber and... Uh, I'm, I'm getting all Yankee geeked out here. I'm sorry. So, but yeah, anyway, um, Yankees go Yanks, uh, take over 36, let's take see over here. 36, take over 36 really quickly. And then we will wrap things up here. Uh, we have a million dollar championship with LA Knight taking on Cameron Grimes and Ted DiBiase, uh, in, I guess Cameron Grimes corner <laughs> for this. We have, I'll it. put it to you like this. I, I made the statement, I think to you guys that anyone who, lost their championship this weekend as far as NXT is concerned on Sunday expect them to was be. going to get called to the main roster right I still am affirmative on that only uh, because well, so Raquel did not but right but we'll she get into but it. she didn't drop the belt that's what I'm saying right but Ellie Knight dropped it and unless we see him on Smackdown I think we do oh, okay all right so your prediction is so anyway, Ellie Knight dropped or lost the belt to Cameron Crimes, and so we have now a new million dollar champion. Uh so your prediction is this Friday we will see the debut of Ellie Knight on Friday Night SmackDown. I think so. Stand by your convic- convictions. Dan, you, you know what? That? I will. Go, I'll, I'll stand by it this time. Good for you, I'm proud of you. I'm not I'm not I'm I think, not disappointed with being wrong. I think it'd be wrong. Like it, I think it'd be wrong, but that's all right. Okay, that's fine. It's all about percentages. Isn't it really? As long as I'm over 500. I guess throw shit at a wall to see what sticks. The, the, um, the way I like to live life was if you think about it, people in the Hall of Fame batted 300 in baseball. That's one out of three. I'm okay with that. You will be in a Hall of Fame if you can hit a baseball with a bat three out of ten times. That is correct. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Only, yep, only, in, right baseball. only in baseball. <laughs> um, only in baseball. And you will get paid millions of dollars if you are. Millions. Hundreds l- of millions. To hundreds of millions of dollars if you are literally below average. Yep. <laughs> Think about that. Uh, I should have. I should have stuck out with my baseball career. Um, yep. I should have not gained all that weight. Damn it. Um, Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, yes, Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. <laughs> uh, by the way, that, that previous match was actually I thought was really good. Yeah, I thought um, it was great. Uh, and and probably the best of their their matches that they've had. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was the ladder match wasn't bad, but this match one was, was a good, nice. Yeah. Nice technical wrestling match. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus her former friend Dakota Kai for the women's championship. Yeah. I really thought Dakota was going to win this. So did I. I thought there was going to be a drop, but not so much unless we have Dakota no. go up. Maybe. I mean, there's really <laughs> nothing left for her to do there. But she hasn't done anything to begin with. That's the thing. Put her in a faction with Tegan and Tegan and Shotzi. Freaking factions. Yeah. What happened to that, by the way, <laughs> with Tegan and Shotzi? What's going on with that? I don't know. Um, yeah, Dakota Kai. At least do at least win something there before you go over. I feel like. Well, she did. Huh. I'm talking, she she tag champ, champ for all of okay, 20, two seconds. Of, yeah, literally the same night she lost the belt. Yeah. Um. So we have we have uh. And, but still, listen, you know what? Good match. Uh. And I'm I'm so madly in love with Raquel Gonzalez. So that was an A. Um. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh. Next. That up, was an A. What do yeah. we give this next match? Uh. A plus. <laughs> Shit. Uh. A we give plus. A plus 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 plus. Uh, yeah. With uh. Uh. Dragonoff taking on uh, Walter. Ilya, Ilya Dragunov. Ilya Dragunov. Um, in part two, in part dos. Yeah, part de. Uh, God, you know, I want. I want to sit. I mean, watching this match, I just, I just wanted to be like, listen, I want to sit in. If if they had like a a auction, for like to, would go to like you know, 
some sort of children's charity where I could bid on the on me just sitting in on a room meeting of the two of them going over their match, and I would pay all these thousands of dollars just for them to say, "I hit you hard, you hit me hard, good, good," and then they walk out. I'm like, "That's it, like that's the match." Like we have a couple technical moves, and then you just slap the ever loving shit out of each other. I'm Walter called that. He called it in the middle of the ring. Yeah, you could clearly see that he did. Yeah, yeah. But, Which is respectable, one hundred percent. I love that they caught that. They, they, they caught it twice, and that you pointed yeah. out twice. But also, <laughs> I did. Dragonoff took those shots, man. Like I've never seen someone get chopped so hard in my entire life, and that's not hyperbole. I've never seen someone get hard, yeah. hit so hard that it left the amount of welts on his neck, not even his chest, yeah. on his neck. Yeah, that was from Walter. If you think about it; that was from Walter's fingertips. Fingertips, just the slap not of the palm of his hand. His fingertips are leaving blood blisters on your neck. On. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. A hickey from Walter is like a Hallmark card. Because <laughs> <laughs> those were some cr- incredible hickeys that that man's fingers left on his neck. <laughs> it, it, really, it really really were. 800 days. 800 plus days. 870, I believe. Is Walter the, was champion. Number. And he held the belts, as I mentioned several times, uh, the Two longest plus years. Longest tenure of modern, of the modern era, which is, which is true. Um yeah, and so he finally dropped the belts, and to of all people, deservingly, it had to be him. Like there was no, yeah. there's nobody else on the UK side, uh, as far as I know, <laughs> in my in my no. limited knowledge of UK and what I do watch uh, from that. There's nobody else, and I just watched the first match last week. Holy oh shit! Oh my god! Good god! It was match of the year last year. Yeah, I, know. I think. Yeah. So, uh, and that was brutal uh, too. But man, this this was a good match and definitely deserving of a plus and the best match of the night by far. By yeah, far, by far, by far, by far. Um, this speaking, next one. Speaking of well, really by the way, going but... back to that. Uh, speaking of of which is Walter, just going to NXT now. Does he? I think I I did read somewhere. Or that is he, he pulling a do, a do drop wanted. and dropping and skipping? Oh, I fucking hope not. <laughs> No, but why I not? Think Walter he's, is going to. He's NXT. wanted in NXT. He's wanted in NXT. I think he should. In, I I should, should in regular NXT, NXT. right? Because right. he's already in he's NXT UK. But in UK, which is like a uh, single A ball, <laughs> right? So NXT is somewhere between now, you know double what? A that and triple A. Insult more double A. It's that's double A. Uh, yeah, NXT is triple A. It's triple A. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, NXT is a Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders. Good call. Good call. Good call. Yankee. Good your call. Yankee talk. Good call. Thank you for full circle. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. then the undisputed finale in Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, and first of all, I, as I mentioned on the on the text thread that we had, uh-huh. you it's unfortunate too. I don't know what he has to do. As you mentioned, maybe do a Stone Cold uh, promo here, but Kyle O'Reilly will never be over. Nope, will never ever be over. And as and proof, watch this match in his intro, dead yep. as a, dead as a doornail, and yet Cole comes out. As the heel, as a definitive heel, not just like mm-hmm. this anti-hero, a definitive heel, and he gets cheered like you know it's the second coming. Um, yeah, it wasn't a good entrance for Kyle, but and also it, it, I think we had all said it: if 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 Cole lost, mm-hmm. that was it. It was over. Right. You go out, you go out of the company, looking at the lights. And that's it. You're done with him. And officially, Adam Cole's contract will be up August, Friday, this Friday, August 27th. The the extended. I, I know, two days from now. I know Stephen had brought it up, but it's it's the extended contract. 
Yes, I believe his, right after Great American Bash was when I believe that was right around July fourth. Yes, and then they signed that was when he his his contract actually expired. Like right. his his original contract expired. He went until now on a. I don't know if anything was signed or if it was a handshake agreement, but the extension does run up on right. Friday the twenty seventh. And yes, Steve did point that out to us, and then I reiterated that. This morning, it was fun. Fun, <laughs> fun for all. When he has to call me out and shit. Fun for all. Fun for um, so yeah. So speaking of fun for all, twenty three years ago was a brawl for all. I just want to point that out. But um, psh, which it was so bad they had to make a dark side of the ring about it. <laughs> um, yeah. What a what an awful awful gimmicky uh, situation with that was. But uh, Cole, uh, at some point, I'm assuming we're gonna see him. There's no plans yet for AEW, but there were talks weeks ago the, of Vince McMahon talking earliest. to Cole. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, there there are no plans. Vince uh, said there are no plans for Cole, and we may have uh, a chance to see him AEW. Um, yeah, and also reports of uh, speaking of wrestlers leaving, uh, being picked up somewhere else. Uh, talks of Bray Wyatt and Impact going after him hard. Thought I saw Bray Wyatt at the United Center. You did. Like in, <laughs> there were, I, that was a picture. There he were pictures the of him. Center? There were pictures of him at the United Center watching the uh, CM Punk situation happen in the stands, like way up in the stands. And someone took a photo of him with a mask on. But uh, this report that is someone t- who needs to lead the Dark Order. The, let's like, be honest. Well, that, that would just be the most apropos situation ever. Like it would be the perfect. It's the perfect fit. It's the only fit. <laughs> it, yeah. it literally is the only. I know we were talking about like uh, fantasy booking. We'd we'd have. Uh, Hangman Adam Page be, be bringing Braun Strowman as the Uncle Fester of the family or something like that. There you go. Um, I know we, we talked about Adam Page having it having a leadership role there, but it's it, it would be Bray. It's got to be Bray. It's got to be Bray. But like I said, there's there's several reports that have Impact going after him hard. So we shall see what happens with that. I think the the right move. I always say the right move is always AEW. But I mean financially, that could be the right move. But creatively, it might not. Who knows? That that's that's his call. I just I don't want AEW to be, and it's starting to get to that point. I, I don't want it to be the the shift over from WWE just because of the creative control aspect of it. I I do want there to be enough time for everybody, which is why people are bitching and moaning about the factory match tonight. And I'm hoping that it's just like a two minute match just to set up Paul White uh, and QT Marshall in that situation. But you have all these new names coming up, and at some point when we go to Dynamite, we're going to see Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson uh, debut. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, knock on wood. Uh, that those are reports that he's going to be there. But that was the original plan, and then CM Punk signed. But it's still that's still what, that's what I read. But that's still going to be the plan. I don't know. I, I think it's still still the what's going. Everything on? shifted when when Punk signed. Uh, one more thing, really quick. Did you notice that the the, the the entrance ramp for Rampage was a red carpet? I did. It's literally Tony Khan going, I will roll out the red carpet for you. And he's no matter what you want. He's already said that the his return is or his debut has already paid for itself <laughs> with AEW. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and it has to be like a hundredfold because it's just the amount of talk that it, it's gotten and all the the new eyeballs that will watch tonight to see him again. Um, yeah. You know, with CM Punk uh, debuting there. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's a good time. I just again I, I was gonna say I don't want it to be like Everybody shifting over to w- from WWE to here, and it just being like it's WWE South, <laughs> like it's, it's a different thing altogether. Um, 
I, 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 that's what I want. I want a different, different thing. I don't want the same thing just being rebranded under another name because that's what, that's what's starting to happen here. Like we start, we're, we're getting away from the new names other than what we're going to see tonight with, uh, you know, red velvet and, uh, hater. Um, you know, as far as new names, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm just picking a straws here, but, uh, we shall see. We shall see what happens tonight. Uh, anything else before we peace out of this? Um, no. Right. I just started The Sopranos. <laughs> so that's fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. First time. Are you are you watching that to lead up to the movie? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. There's a movie. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, yes. No. The yes. many saints in New York. I am waiting to see that. Yes. HBO Max. Especially uh, because my boy, great comedian Joey Diaz, is in it, and I can't wait for it. There you go, <laughs> my boy. Can't wait, ladies and gentlemen. That is it. Look, looking forward to AEW tonight. We'll see LA Knight on SmackDown maybe Friday. Who knows? Um, and any other debuts that we can think of or or that may come up. Uh, let I'm us. I'm all tired of debuts. I think. Well, this it was a very debut heavy weekend. I think we all shot we our load on debuts. Blew I think our load weeks. hard on debuts this weekend. And so, with that being said. Uh, hit us up on Twitter and uh, Sons of Slam Show. Let us know uh, what you think as far as the debuts. Let us know what you think, what you thought about. I'm curious to hear what you guys thought about uh, the matches with the the women uh, uh, during SummerSlam and yeah. how, how good or, or how awful they were long term. Um, and that's that's all I got. Uh, my name is Chris Mindell Reaper, sir. It's nice seeing you again. We'll talk next week. Peace out. The Sons of Slam Podcast.